Kevin McCarthy wants to be speaker. That's been clear over the last several years because he's, he's been doing a lot of things that are like kind of effed up. But he did so much selling of his soul in terms of, uh, you know, appeasing the whatever you term you want to give it, Mike. Uh, the KKK. And welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for dropping by. This is Wing Radicals, where we pretend to be unbiased and just deliver the facts. Uh, I'm Peyton. He's Mike. Hey, everybody. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit under the weather this morning. Excuse my voice. Maybe it sounds better than normal. I don't know. No, it sounds way worse. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear. So, uh, how's your week, man? Uh, it was, it was busy. It's my first week back at work, uh, after the holidays and, uh, it's just, you know, I'd rather be home. Yep. How about you? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only had to work Friday. What? Oh yeah. Fucking yeah. The school zone was, I was just able to <laughs> right through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty, you know, pretty good week, but Friday blue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cause you had to be there. Yeah. yeah. It's rough. But, um. How are I'm the ready. how are the kids when they come back from break at that age? Are they like fucking any? Are they more pissy than usual? Or do they feel rested and better and they're ready to learn things? Or are they just still themselves? They're a little rested. I wouldn't say they're like ready to learn things per se. I mean, depending on yeah, them. but um, but maybe not so much. But they're kind of like they're kind of like you know low key excited to see each other again. Yeah, probably. you know what I mean. Yeah, so there's a little energy. There's a little buzz. Yeah. Not in a disruptive way. And, and I think way, the teachers have a little buzz, too. They're like, all right, I'm ready yeah, now. Let's fuck on the up. second half. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and then you get through Friday, and you're like, fuck that. <laughs> I want to be home. <laughs> oh, so uh, what we got this week, man, what yeah. was, what what you thinking about? <clears throat> well, last week, Kevin McCarthy became Speaker of the House after a historic number of uh, voting rounds. It was just a big, interesting week of, of following that. So I think this is probably going to be a good opportunity for you to give us some history and government knowledge on maybe this House Speaker role and how this typically goes versus how it went this time. Yeah, I'm uh, taking a coffee break. <clears throat> now that it's his turn to speak. <laughs> I don't want to slurp during your turn. I'm going to slurp but, um, during your turn. Yeah, where to start? Um Let's start at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the beginning. Thomas Jefferson writes this yeah. manual <laughs> in seventeen uh, something nineties. Nineties. Um, but yeah, so we'll get to that in a minute. But okay, oh, the speaker shit. of the house, the speaker of the house. I knew he'd um, teach us about history. <clears throat> so you know, with the four hundred thirty-five members that when they show up, um, they can't just be like, "Yo." Uh, what type of bill we passing today, guys? What y'all feeling like today? Oh, I'm gonna, we're gonna. I think we should ban abortion. No, oh, fuck you. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, you know, they got to have some sort of order, right? They got to have a structure in place. Like you would, gotta you would a, think. Although that's not how it felt with the voting. <laughs> yeah, so it was messy this week. But that's, um, you know, when <clears throat> when a new Congress starts, that's every two years they're numbered, right? This is the 118th, yeah, right. And so, in two more years, the 119th Congress will begin, and at the beginning of each of them, um, they have to elect the Speaker. 
Hold on. There's only been 240-ish years of America. Years of right. America? That's is correct. That, is that right? That is exactly I mean, I'm not not, not <laughs> quoting 240, but yes. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we kicked off in 1789 under the U.S. Constitution. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, so we had like a little period before that under a well, previous so, document. Oh, shit, yeah. Wow. But, um, okay. you know, 1776, yeah. you know, declare, wow. declare independence, but then we have to actually gain it. But anyway, like <clears throat> um, Washington, the first president, he starts in 1789. Um, gotcha. So it's 2023, so yeah. Um, That's wild. That's right. Not that Start, old. Started derailing. No, you're good. Um, so, yeah, uh, number one thing they have to do is they have to get a speaker, um, and they can't swear in the members until they have a speaker. Like, they can't do anything. Like, it's the first thing they got to do. Um, and so this was the first time since 1923 that it wasn't on the first ballot that the speaker was elected. 100-year anniversary. Um, we just do this shit once yeah, every 100 years. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Actually, that's exactly 100 years. Um, yeah. But you got to have, a, you know, you got to have um, systems in place. You got to have a structure in place to get the business of Congress done, you know. Yeah. So you got to have the speaker. Um, <clears throat> so it's a powerful position. Um, you know, they're responsible for basically setting the agenda and deciding what votes are going to come up for a for a vote, what bills are going to come up right. for a vote and, and when, and they have a lot of power over who serves on what committees. And historically, um, you know, they were able, they were able to kind of like dole out favors and, and kind of like, um, they, they had more power cause there was more that they could do for individual Congress people. Okay. Um, and, and now part of the issue that you're seeing is that, uh, people in Congress are not beholden to the parties that they serve in. Um, or to like the leadership as much as they used to be. Okay. Like they could just have an online social media presence with their voters, uh, in their districts. Um, and as long as they're popular with them and it's like, they're not necessarily worried about, uh, pleasing the leadership, which used to be more of a concern. Like yeah. you had to, used to had to wear the hat of, Oh, I'm a Republican or a Democrat. And I also wear the hat <laughs> of I'm serving this district. You still do kind of, yeah. yeah. but like Matt Gates, one of the central players in, in this week's kind of uh, <laughs> voting saga, <clears throat> um, you know, he was, he won his primary by almost 70%. And then when he went to the general election, he won by almost 70%. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this type of, um, you know, this brand of politics is apparently popular for the people in North Florida and the Panhandle or or whatever district he's from up there. Yeah. Um, And so as long as he's not offending them, it doesn't really matter. He gets to keep the rest of it so much. Um, We'll probably come back to that. But anyway, um, so, yeah, the speaker has a lot of power, so. Kevin McCarthy wants to be speaker. That's been clear over the last several years because he's, he's been doing a lot of things that are like kind of effed up, but to sell his soul basically to yeah. get this job. And then it all, he, he did so much selling of his soul in terms of, uh, you know, appeasing the, whatever you term you want to give it, Mike, uh, the KKK, okay. <laughs> you know, I don't know the MAGA right, the far right, whatever you want to call the the this wing there's of the a, Republican Party. A few holdouts. There's basically two parties in the Republican Party right now, um, and, and so he's trying to please one of them, and it's almost kind of burned him because here he is now. He's time to get voted on, and and and, uh, and these guys are even more emboldened, and uh, 
So yeah, as yeah. Ever, everybody knows by now, I guess it took um, it took fifteen, yeah, fifteen rounds, fifteen rounds. So um, they were through fourteen on Friday night at like ten p.m. I think they closed round thirteen in the afternoon, started up round fourteen at ten p.m. Friday, and then he still didn't get it. I think he needed like two more. There were like two more holdouts that he convinced, and they were gonna they were gonna close up and do it start up Monday. And he's like, they were like, no, fuck it, I can get it on the next round. Yeah, they were like chanting. I think like one more vote or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then he got two of the uh, the the holdouts to vote present. Right. So Drop the threshold down. Yep. And then he squeaked through with like two sixteen. I think it was. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So you don't. Yeah, you yeah. don't actually have to have a majority of the members. You have to have the majority of the, the voters, voters present. You know. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So that closed up at one a.m. on Saturday. That, that went. That was a late one. You can tell as the days went on, they started closing later and later. Like Monday, I think they closed up at like four, or not Monday, Tuesday. And then as it went on, they're like closing up at like eight. And then they're like, we're going to, on Friday, they're like, we'll come back at 10. I'm like, holy fuck, you guys are really trying to wrap up this week. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, 15 rounds. It's historic. 15 rounds. Um, and so let's go through. So he had to make all these like, uh, well, what are the numbers? All right. Like. The reason why this is a problem is the Republicans have such a narrow majority, right? Um, so, for um, for him to get anything done, he has to have either like every single Republican, right. basically almost, or he's got to have some sort of moderate situation where he's working with a lot of the Democrats, mm-hmm. um, and that became a scenario where. It started to look like maybe, like he was he had start he had start giving away concessions to this block of House Freedom Caucus Republicans, right? right? Only- he had started giving away concessions to them to get their support, and a lot of Republicans, if I guess you might would call them more moderate, but whatever, uh, you know, less far right Republicans uh, were starting to feel like, well, shit, like what's the point? Like, it, what's the point of of, right. of being in the majority or you being speaker <clears throat> if we're if we're yeah, you have these five people that are what these never Kevins they're calling them that are able to hold out and get all these concessions for them, and then you have the majority of people who are going along for it. <clears throat> and by the time he's speaker, so many concessions have been made that it's like, what? Right? What the fuck! Like this is a totally different game that we're playing now. However, they're locked in because they they can't um, they can't really play to the Democrats and say, hey, why don't we uh, why don't we uh, nominate a more moderate Republican that would be better for the Democrats than McCarthy mm-hmm. and just say F you to the 15 to 20, depending on the vote on the uh, far right that are holding out. They can't really do that because then they're going to get primaried and then they're going to lose their right. job. Probably. I don't, I don't know if the Democrats would have that to sound like a cool theory or an idea a few weeks ago, but the Democrats were standing strong with what two twelve every single round for Jeffries. And isn't there, I was hearing about this like plurality thing where like if some kind of vote gets called while people are out, that it just has to be the, while people aren't in the, in the chamber or whatever, uh-huh. that it's just the majority of the votes and it would go to a plurality. And Jeffries always had the, the majority of the votes up until the end there where like McCarthy was getting like 200 and Jeffries had two twelve. So the Democrats could have ended up in a situation where they would have gotten their speaker, is what I was hearing them saying on the news. I mean, that didn't happen. No, so it I'm didn't. not sure what <clears throat> could have happened. I'm saying that they probably wouldn't have... Sw- I don't think that they would have swayed and voted for a moderate 
Republican because I think that they had decent odds in getting Jeffries to be the speaker with how bad the Republicans were fucking around. Like the Democrats wouldn't need to vote for a Republican. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying it didn't work to my understanding, way. there was never a chance for Jeffries because it was going to be speaker unless unless some Republicans dicked around super heavy yeah. and was like not there. Like if a whole bunch of them voted president or some shit. There was some type of special you know vote I, mean? I saw that like you if know. it was called on or something and it happened, like Jeffrey, it would go to like majority like, vote. It, and it's like something that was possible, but I don't yeah. think it's something that was right. like a part of the political calculation. So what I'm saying is right now, the Democrats are going to be under Speaker McCarthy and right. there are a lot. He's better. not like Mr. Middle. Right. Okay. So there's, there's a, a lot, lot better, better people, for, people them. for them. Right. Um, and so in, in the, uh, you know, the most ideal situation, you know, a movie type situation would have had some moderate person from the right, you know, be nominated yeah. and then have a kumbaya moment, you know, where sure. both sides come together. But what I'm saying is that was going to be very unlikely for the right because uh, even those moderates that were pissed at this certain wing, yeah. um, they cannot really they don't want Jeff afford to, They don't want a moderate. Well, or they can't piss off their constituents. Yeah, they can't piss man. off yeah, their yeah, constituents. Yeah, that was your point. Um, because, like, um, you know, it's kind of like the people that voted to uh, impeach Trump the, yeah. the the last time with the yeah. January six stuff like the, like eight or nine out of those ten are out you know what I mean yeah. because they were gonna they either lost their their reelection or they retired because they knew they were gonna you know what I mean right like, um so anyway let's uh, let's go through some yeah, of these are, um, concessions that were made just to kind of before we start more with our opinion just kind of give people some of these facts here um, let's see. Marthy, McCarthy agreed to vote separately on the 12 different appropriation bills, such as like agriculture spending and transportation spending and defense spending. Th those bills have been forever, seems like, joined into this big omnibus bill. Um, and so he's saying, okay, we will have a separate vote on each of those like it's traditionally supposed to be, yeah. um, you know, rather than allowing them to be bundled together. Um, you know, so that could be good. Like some of these, as I go through some of these, um, ideally some of these are actually decent, um, concessions that, that were made. Some of them are, yeah. but there's like a big butt to it. Um, and I like big butts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, the 12, let's see, um, trying to read here from some of these bullet points, um, he agreed to cap discretionary spending at the levels they were at at the beginning of the Biden administration for both defense and domestic spending. So that would mean, uh oh, that would mean a big <clears> cut <throat> to the uh, defense bill that just got yeah that just grew. your uh, four point four point six percent raise is getting taken away. That yeah, you just got. Um, now that that can't happen now, right? That would be for next year, like twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. So he agreed to create a subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government which would be tasked with probing the federal government's information collection on private individuals, as well as its ongoing criminal investigations, potentially including the department of justice's probe into classified documents of former president Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. That was a lot of words really fast. What does that mean? Well, there he's going to agree basically to having a committee to start probing, uh, you know, the, the politicization of the like FBI and, and justice department yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and all of this, like, 
Right. Like we're gearing up for probably quite a bit of a shit show for the next couple of years. So now but that's what I want to <clears throat> put the cart before the horse, but that's ultimately probably what we're looking at. But so while the motivation is biased, the result or the action seems to be fair. Like this would be investigate the politicity, polit, I can't say that word on both sides. Right. So like, it's not just like, we're going to see what the FBI and DOJ did about Trump. It's going to be a committee to in the future prevent the DOJ and FBI from being biased. Or is it just to look at what they did against the Republicans? Yes, yes. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's like a fair, it's thing. a temporary, well, I mean, it's a temporary subcommittee. Oh, okay. It's not, this isn't like it, a this permanent like thing a going permanent forward. No, oh, this is okay. like to go look backwards. Oh, that sucks. At what was going on. <clears throat> I, I was hoping this was like a future thing to prevent anything from being political no. in the future. No. This is just to investigate if there was political motivations in investigating Trump. Yeah, I guess, I guess all uh, of that stuff. And, bummer. I um, thought they were doing like something good for the future. Like, we need to reform our voting stuff to make sure it's safer. Like, that would be a good outcome, at least, of the 2020 stuff. But, like, this is just backwards still. I, yeah. lo- I like it, but it's still backwards. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, um, now, this is one of the biggest ones <clears throat> that people are talking about. So, I'm going to talk about this one for a little bit here. But um, he agreed to lower the number. Uh, of, of of members of Congress, particularly Republican members, um, he, he agreed to lower the number to one that's required to uh, make a motion to vacate the chair. Okay, his chair. Yeah, his chair. Why would you make that concession? So, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> like, just shoot myself in the head now. <clears throat> okay, so let's talk about this one. All right. This has only ever happened twice in American history, to my knowledge, that, what, that, someone, okay. that someone has made a mo- motion to vacate the chair. Okay. Um, we broke a lot of historic things last week, so we'll probably do it again. There's going to be like 20 different oh, yeah. votes to vacate. <laughs> oh, probably. oh, yeah, probably. It's a whole new world, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this goes back to um, the, what I kind of briefly mentioned earlier with Jefferson. So, um, you know, this is a house rule. It's not like in the constitution, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like they have their own rules for how they're going to get shit done. And so Jefferson writes this manual. It's known as Jefferson's manual and uh, (laughs) house, the house like formally adopted it as part of the rules of the house. Um, So it's not simply now something that they just kind of go by like a handbook. It's the the rules. Um, And so, yeah, any, any member of Congress will be able to, make this motion to vacate the chair and there's got to be a vote some triggers a mandatory vote to see if we're going to keep the speaker or not yep and is it just on now, it's the whole the whole house votes yeah it's just like they just did like <laughs> just like they just great did. yeah it sounds like a good use now, of time now here's what people may not know okay in all the media buzz is this has been in place just the way it now is going to be mm-hmm. it's how it always was until 2019 until four years ago, sure. this was how it was. God, that's four years ago. Fuck. Yeah. But <laughs> until Pelosi made it to yeah. where you had to have like a freaking majority. Mm-hmm. Okay. To, to make, to make this motion. Yeah. She was so getting before scared. Before her, it was, um, 
you know, it was this. It was just one person. And, and I think there's a couple of ways you can do the motion, I guess. Like, you know, one way is the triggering the automatic vote. There's yeah. another, like, softer kind of just, like, pointless flex of a way that you could do it where. But anyway. You're like, hey, I'm going to trigger a vote. You sure you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's going to get nothing done. But real quick. So in the Electoral Reform Act, we're like, oh, this is really cool. They just upped the number from one person saying we want to question the validity of election results to making it 20% of the people. And then you come over here to the House and they're like, hey, we know you need a good percentage so we all know that we're not crazy, but let's go ahead and drop that down to one to fuck everything up. Like it seems like they're going in opposite directions. Well, I mean, those are two different things. Yeah, kind of. But like, man, anytime he pisses me off, I could just be like, no, let's get rid of him. Yep. And we all have to vote. Yes. That's a waste of time. And so here's the thing. Like, for most, uh, for most of American history, it, you know, people don't know who the Speaker of the House is typically. Like, you know, if you had asked you like a year ago, you know, or certainly five years ago, who the Speaker of the House was, yep. you probably wouldn't know. Maybe with Pelosi, because this yeah. is kind of part of my point, she had to kind of do this or wanted to do this because she was so, like, divisive, kind of, and so known um, that, like, her members might be trying to, like, come after her all the time and stuff like that to appease their Voters at mm-hmm. home, even her own Democratic members might yeah. like have some moderate districts where like people don't like Pelosi or something and, and they feel like they want to uh, motion to vacate the chair all the time. And so she's like, no, nah, we're not going to be doing this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, she was uh, also at the end of how, how long was she speaker? 20, was it 20 years, 30 years or something absurd? Right. So she, that's no, a, no, but it was 20 years, right? Or was she in con- No, she was speaker for, for fucking ever. I remember we covered it when she stepped down. It was like, she's been speaker for two decades. <laughs> um, so it's interesting to me that she yeah, passes all all, that. It's been quite a while, but it's interesting that she passes that at the, towards the end of her term when things start getting a little more shaky, you know, we're coming up on two decades, me being speaker, I'm getting old. A lot of people are going to want me out. So fuck you guys. That seemed like a personal, a personal thing. Well, but again, things have been changing. And so like, as I was talking about earlier, where, um, these, members are not as beholden to the party leadership anymore. And so they don't have as much leverage over them. And so without that leverage over them, now you can't get the work of Congress done. You know, so, so much division trying to compromise on these big things that have to be done is becomes impossible. Uh, it basically becomes anarchy when you, you can't keep your members in line and they can make a motion to vacate the chair. So she was like, all right, we're going to get rid of this. And you know, for better or worse, it kind of made sense. And and so, yes, you could argue going back to this isn't a big deal. This is how it was before four years ago, but it we're yeah. kind of in this new territory where these, we, we know that many of, of these Republicans of these five mm-hmm. or maybe 20 yeah. are willing to do some crazy stuff. Right. Um, and apparently not pay a penalty for it because their districts will probably just reelect them anyway, but maybe not. Right. Maybe there's some line where like the people that Gates serves, whatever district in Florida that is like, maybe there's a line where they eventually are like, damn, this guy is fucked up. Like, this is ridiculous. This is crazy. But <clears throat> yeah. will they though? You know what yeah. I mean? Cause they're going to, 
they're going to consume some media probably that doesn't ever tell them that or whatever. Yeah. They're going to think he's like like a, a hero to save the Republic from our debt crisis or whatever. So that's like a major, major concern with this is, and, and by the way, this is why in the lame duck period, they wanted to get that budget done. Right. Because now like you see what's possibly about to be happening for the next two years. They would have, they would definitely stopped all that shit that just went through. <clears throat> and, and so sometime in August, I think, or sometime this year, maybe around August, they're saying, we're going to have to raise our country's debt limit. Otherwise, we will default on our debt. And that's, <laughs> and that's a super big economic yeah. problem at home and abroad yeah. if that happens. But some of the Republicans, maybe even McCarthy, are uh, willing to to play ball with the debt as like leverage to the Democrats to get them to cut spending. Yeah. To say, hey, you guys better cut spending here, here, here. Or we were willing to let us default on the debt. This happened back in uh, like 2000. I want to say they're, 15 or they're willing to let us default on it's like call, call getting them to call the bluff right like who's going to cave first like we'll let yeah. us default on the debt so you need to drop it because we're not gonna not default on it and the dems are going to do the same thing like you're not going to default on the debt we're just going to keep fucking around exactly and this went to the 11th hour of the um under the obama administration yeah uh right when i think it, i'm trying to remember when but um you know some Republicans that swept into power yeah. again, and uh, I wonder if anyone in America feels like like we win in this, because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I feel like they're just like, well, and a, a lot of Republicans game. are probably sitting there like this sucks because, like, it's gonna possibly make Republicans look really bad, and turn for the next two years. Yeah, in terms of the presidential election in twenty four and the congressional elections in twenty four, like a lot of Republicans are like we're the better maybe they're thinking we're the better party we have the better agenda we have a good moment but you we're guys on up. the far corner of the party are really fucking pulling us to crazy town and not allowing <laughs> us to govern um, is that the title but i'm, I'm getting you know pulling into us the to crazy town i'm getting into the opinion part of this um let me go back to some of these concessions the biggest one of which are the most popular i think buzzworthy one is that motion to vacate the chair yeah before wanna, go ahead go ahead yeah, just just i just want i don't want to issue a correction next week so pelosi was elected as speaker in 2007. So what's that, 15 years she was speaker for? She led the House Democrats for 20 years. Thank you. Thank there you. we go. Right. There that makes go. sense. So, yes. yes. She was, yes. So okay. she kind of went in and out of being speaker, depending on if her party was in power yes. or not. Or in the majority, right? Correct. So, um, but it was two years as Dem House Democrat leader. And I think McConnell <laughs> might have to issue a correct. I think Mitch McConnell just became like the longest serving uh Majority leader, in oh, the, in the, well, he wouldn't have just he's become not the, that because he's not the, he's not the majority no, he, leader. No, no, I think minority leader. leader. No, no, well, leader, leader of his party, of his party, yeah, party whether a majority or minority party leader, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what Pelosi was, she right? Was party leader in the house, yes. And then sometimes the majority, correct. All right, um, so, and we maybe come back to the motion to vacate in a minute. I don't know, but I want to get through some more yeah, of these concessions, uh, concessions, um, peanuts. Okay, peanuts. so. McCarthy agreed to keep the Congressional Leadership Fund, a McCarthy-affiliated super PAC, out of open house primary races for seats considered safe and to appoint far-right House Freedom Caucus members to seats on the House Rules Committee. All right, let me break this down. <laughs> it's like, you got to explain. All right. <laughs> um, okay. 
he's got a he's got a super pack affiliated with him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when you have a super pack, the rules of that are you can't actually coordinate with the uh, politician that it basically serves. Right. Okay. So that's why it's affiliated with him. Mm-hmm. All right. But he, the concession is, if there's a, a safe Republican seat, meaning, you know. Uh, They're not going to lose, right? Yeah. A, yeah. A congressional seat that they always win. Yep. All right. That he cannot, or his affiliated super PAC, cannot spend money like in that race. Oh. on the In the Republican primary. Because it's waste? Why no, is- no. They don't want. They don't care. What they don't want, the House Freedom Caucus doesn't want their crazy pri- their crazy candidates mm-hmm. in Republican primaries to get outspent due to this like super oh, PAC. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, they may get outspent anyway, but they don't want the basically they don't want the speaker because this is traditionally what part of the power of the speaker and the access to money and stuff that they have political donations and so forth Blows money keeping other they, they they have people they can keep members in line by yeah. saying hey I'll, I'll primary i'll i'll support the other candidate yeah when they run against you in two years if you don't support this law or whatever and so they they got to make it the choice of whether they want to go with that or not oh, and so shit. basically this means an open door to maybe the uh the, the GOP becoming even nuttier in terms of their membership in the house because, or you start seeing, seeing them funneling money into other people, the other candidates, even though it's safe, right? Just to like, fuck the guy that's going to keep his seat. We'll get a third candidate that I can push a bunch of money to, to still keep the crazy guy out. Like there's gotta be ways around it. I don't know if I <clears throat> followed you there, but I don't know if I followed me there. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> If 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 we have a MAGA candidate mm-hmm. in some race, mm-hmm. that's a f- open. That's a you know open. Whoever yeah. wins the primary is going to win. Yeah, you guys can't step in and try to like nudge the other person toward the finish line. You yeah. got to kind of be a neutral uh, party in it and stay out of it yeah. in terms of the House leadership fund. Sure. Okay. Now, all right. So Jeez. that again, the the potential negative of that is you you even further lose control of the because again there's basically two parties inside the republican party the one it means they're even losing more to the say what we'll call the bad one that's an opinion yeah, yeah judgment yeah. but okay the the farther right one. right all right so i mean it, it kind of seems fair even though maybe not desirable i mean like it, everyone should get a okay. fair shake and not just get a bunch of bonus money based on the speaker's opinion of who should you know who his pals and stuff are or who he thinks are best like it should be up to whoever's fundraising and getting the campaign money and the votes on their own merit and stuff so it kind of levels the playing field i feel okay. like that's fair i mean that's that's where a lot of these concessions are basically where on paper like it seems all right well that's that's actually makes sense that's fair that's democracy that's more yeah. ideal but the but implications it are means, worse you yeah. know the party it has less fair. power i mean <laughs> kind of i mean and then it's, it's why it's, it could be wild you open the door for crazies yeah yeah all right exactly uh, it's a big it's a part of the issue that we have where the parties have less power and so in a sense maybe we're becoming more democratic in a way we, we, we had talked like about this a few episodes where, ago about like where do you you know do the people have too much control do they not have enough control so you see that just feels kind of like that you know you start taking away some of the power from politicians to do stuff like that and leave it up more to 
the people. Yeah, I mean, because you have the right to to vote. Think of it this way. Maybe this might help. Like, you have the right to vote for whoever you want to. Mm-hmm. That's on the ballot, right? But we shouldn't necessarily have an outsized role in the party and who their candidates become. Yeah, the, yeah, that like was your, the, like that was they, your point. They should that the party should be able to elect their own candidates for it because they're they're they know what they're doing in that realm, so they can pick the right candidates to put up there, and then we vote on the candidates. We shouldn't get to just pick everyone who's who's going. Like, let the professionals do the professional that was sort thing. of that was sort of yeah. But uh, okay, and the other part of that bullet was that um, okay, so there's a, there's a House Rules Committee. People don't know about this really, but it's like the funnel that every bill goes through in the house. It goes to the house rules committee, then maybe on to a vote, you know, onto a committee assignment and onto eventual vote potentially. So there's 13 members on uh, the house rules committee. Uh, Nine are in the majority. So that's, you know, how the speaker has a lot of power. Mm-hmm. He gets to appoint a lot of these, uh, you know, uh, seats on the, on this rules committee. Yep. Nine out of 14 are on his team, but kind of. he, one of the concessions is he will, three of those nine will be from the house freedom caucus. Right. So he's like, kind of like, Again, just to abuse the term, but like it helps people understand. Like three magazines, kind of, right. of the nine of the thirteen. Just call them white supremacists, you know. Like you're gonna see. <laughs> I'm trying to be fair to you're your side. You keep six, six regular looking people, and then you're gonna see three pillow sheets with holes cut out up there. Yeah, this might be a good time to go ahead <laughs> and point out <laughs> uh, that. More than half of McCarthy's Republican opponents this week, more than half of his Republican opponents are election deniers. And uh, 14 uh, of 15 of some of these holdouts were members of Congress two years ago and voted against certifying certifying uh, Joe Biden's victory. You know, after the Twitter files, though, like I don't necessarily blame them anymore. So anyway, Are you being continue, serious? a little bit. Continue. Oh my god! And we talked bro. about this, right? I know, but you, I didn't know you were still. You on even this. wavered a little bit. Go ahead, continue. I didn't know you were still on this. So I'm hard. just saying it. I don't feel like it carries the same weight as it did a few weeks ago. But yeah, I'd keep going. Yeah, I'm gonna. So, so point being, they're that type, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so again, some of these things that we're looking at at these as these concessions, some of them might make sense, you know, and certainly yeah. sound good on paper. Mm-hmm. This is the democratic process that we saw this week. Normally, it's one ballot. It wasn't. That doesn't make it bad. Okay, a certain block of them said, "Hey, we have some power here, and we're going to use that to leverage some things that we want." That's fair game, right? That's <clears throat> what you do. That's politics. Yeah. All right. I think so it's um, not all bad. But. I think. It was a Gates, is that his name? Matt Gates, is yeah. that how you say it? So yeah. I think it was him that was in an, in an interview, and they're asking him about like, hey, this is embarrassing, which I felt like it was embarrassing for the Republicans to be up there and, and fucking around so long. It's like you had months to figure this out. Like, why do you have to do it publicly? You could have figured this out on your own. But anyway, he goes up there and is like, everyone's saying that the American people 
are wanting us to have a speaker so we can get shit done and that we should have a speaker by now. And he was saying that in a few months, they're not, the American people aren't going to care that we took a week or two weeks to pick a speaker. They're going to care that we have the right speaker doing the job so that things get done the right way. So he was like, yeah, I mean, why does it really matter that we didn't do it in one round? I know it's a historic thing, but I mean, yeah, that's a nice talking point. Right. No, it's not a problem that merely that they took a while to figure out who the speaker was going to be. The problem is, they're playing the, fuck group, the group that has outsized power <clears throat> as it happens in the new Congress and yeah. what they're going to be able to actually get done. He's talking about what are we going to be able to get done for the American which people? Is, which what, is, what are you going to be able to get done for the American people? I don't think, like, again, we're, we're stepping off into opinion for a moment. Yep. <clears throat> Go back to the bullets in a minute. Yep. Um, it just sounds super partisan, but I don't think a large number of these Republicans will say the bad ones care about governing. So that's not the point. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're rather be in the minority where they can be just, you know, flamethrowers or whatever. Okay. And they right. can just be up their popularity, get reelected maybe because they have a crazy district that'll keep reelecting them. Maybe they, hype up their fame and, and their ability to make mm -hmm. profit off of, I don't know, speeches or just writing a book or, or just their own uh, vanity. They're, they're not worried about governing. Uh, Dan Crenshaw, one of the Republicans this week said, you know, if you go to any of them and ask them what they want, they can't tell you. Right. You know, they're, they're just, when you say any of them, you mean these the, quote the, unquote bad ones. That's right. Right. So <clears throat> what I'll say to that is that, um, if you look at what he said versus who said it, I think if, if you take who said it, yeah, maybe he doesn't really mean it, but I think the point still stands and applies to some of the, some or most of the good ones where like, yeah, we want a speaker that can do something. And, you know, for all of us or America or whatever, maybe Matt Gates was playing fuck around, which he definitely was. Right. So he said it and he didn't mean it for him personally, but I still think his point is applicable. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody where, cares. Who gives nobody a shit cares. that it this took a few rounds. Yeah. Right? We're paying attention right now and it's like, oh, you know, whatever, deal, but who nothing fucking else is going on. Really yeah matter except for the fact that it could happen again in two weeks or some shit or in a month or two or, <laughs> that's so <you> stupid <laughs> in the hundredth round of voting <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah shit had a point you're talking about <clears throat> oh god damn that's okay maybe it'll come back to me um so yeah the house rules committee so back to that okay there's 13 members right but there's four that are the minority say democrats mm-hmm and there's three that are MAGA, okay, that makes seven. That's a majority of 13. So you could have a situation oh, where... The like, Democrats, they're not friends, but the, I get But they, they might could potentially join forces on this House Rules Committee and, and kind of, like, play some fuckery with getting some of the things done that McCarthy might want to get out. That's uh, some, like, deep you know, conspiracy well, that they, the MAGA Republicans... Well, they have the leverage is the point. They yeah. have all this leverage now yeah. inside this. And so that's the whole reason why this is problematic, despite his quote that's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we have, like, a potential anarchy-type situation. And maybe it's all overblown, and maybe it'll be it'll be great. And, and, the, and they'll, they'll be more compromise and more maybe they're just providing discussion. checks and balances for within their own party instead of trying to like undermine and sabotage everything but it, right. they could undermine and sabotage but, everything yeah but what do we yeah what does it look like what do we happen? expect them to you do i, I don't mean? expect the maga republicans to side with the democrats and just to fuck over mccarthy 
and the more moderate Republicans, that seems even extreme for, I mean, they don't want Democrats. That's their whole thing. It's like, we don't like you. So I, I'd imagine they would side with moderate Republicans before Democrats. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I. That'd be interesting. I mean, I don't think I'm just talking about the House Rules Committee and, yeah, the, no, and their leverage know, to, know, to, to now have. I mean, obviously, they were wanting the leverage for a reason. They wanted the spots on there for a reason, and he didn't yeah. want them to have it for a reason. Right. He made a concession. Right. That means this is less power for him, who, more leverage for them. Who gets to pick the uh, those three from the Freedom Caucus? Is that McCarthy? Is it a Probably, vote? Is I, it the Freedom I, I Caucus? believe that would be McCarthy. I don't know if like, they were like assigned by that caucus to nah, be up there. No, I think he picks those of the... Of the house so he caucus, can, he, he could pick he could, some, some. Yeah, he could pick maybe the better of the. Yeah, like not people. like not Gates, right, <laughs> right. Oh hell, I cannot see <laughs> or, that happening. Or Biggs, or any of the ones that were being fuckheads. Right, I think the Chip Roy guy ended up being one of the more upstanding of these. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Old chocolate chip. <laughs> I hope he's white now that I said that. Dude. <laughs> I mean, he sounds white. I'm guessing Chip, Chip Roy is Chip white. Chip Roy seems yeah, pretty white. Probably. Um, it's no Hakeem Jeffries. So as we move forward the next two years, we'll be po- focusing on this House Rules Committee and uh, motion to vacate the chair. And is, is that being used as a threat? Because it's been threatened more than, like it's been used twice in American history. It was threatened a few times, <clears throat> like in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been there. People knew about it. It just wasn't something that traditionally a Republican member would have been able to abuse because it would make, they would, you know, the leadership would come after them and fucking punish them. And yeah. it may be even people in their own district might be like, what the fuck or whatever. Uh, but in a current climate, I, I think they're going to be more emboldened to maybe do this. And I think I don't see any reason why they wouldn't, if they just did this, why would they not? Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, McCarthy's in a, uh, a weakened position. Um, he also finally last one uh, he promised to give house members 72 hours to review bills before they come to the floor to require to require a vote to raise the federal debt limit and to hold votes on congressional term limits and a border security plan okay now technically uh, these rules that he has promised have been promises they have not voted on these package of changes yet Mm -hmm. i think that's supposed to happen tomorrow which would be monday um but i don't foresee any fuckery because if there is then they vote to get rid of they're gonna have a revolt you know they can't they can't vote to get rid of them yet Uh, how do they revolt well there's still other ways of like you know harder ways but there's still ways to yeah to uh you know, force his hand and uh, well, they could side with, I guarantee every Democrat would vote to get rid of him, Right. So all they would have to do is trigger a vote and get half the house to vote him out. Still it only takes half and all the Democrats would vote to get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know exactly what they might um, do, but so who, who votes when you said we have to vote to get all these in like McCarthy can't just promise it, promise all these concessions he's promised them but it doesn't guarantee him so i think the house rule the house the house votes on the rules package the whole Uh, house all of them i think so and then everyone so so mccarthy's promising these things but he's promising that all the people that voted for him are gonna agree to these things 
because he's relying on everyone that voted for him to vote for these rules, these concessions. I to think, get approved, I, right? think so. I think so. Like he wrote a formal letter, like laying out these things. Like that's how it kind of became somewhat legit and in stone. Yeah. Like he's not just so speaking into people's ears on the floor. Like right. he made it a kind of a formal way of emailing, I guess, or so, writing a letter. So but. at that point it's like, if you vote for me in this 15th round, you have to understand that you're going to have to vote for all of this shit when time comes. But it's possible that I'm, that I've missed that I'm messing this up because I didn't get to that yeah, in the research. Sure. And it might be one of those like little, you know, quirky parts of, of the house rules that I don't know. Maybe he has, like as speaker now, maybe he has a more uh, like unilateral power to kind of like just set the rules sign or, something or something like that. Like, yeah, because it's weird. Because if it, if everyone does have to vote, then he's promising that other people are gonna vote for it, right? Which is he, tough he to would, do because right? he wouldn't get maybe a majority to do that, right? Exactly. You know, unless the Dems were good mm-hmm. with the rules or something. Um, mm-hmm. So I was trying to just think think uh, if I had any more big big points on this. I mean, so the facts just to kind of review those, I mean, McCarthy is speaker took 15 ballots. Mm -hmm. Uh, He won because a couple of people voted present. Uh, So he won with 216 instead of 218. Um, That's about it. You're going to have McCarthy for the next week until he gets (laughs) voted out. (laughs) Um, I, I do have a, um, an interest, unless you're unless you well, want more facts, you can go. Well, I wanted to say something about the debt limit. Oh, thing. go go for it. Just so people know, because that's going to become, you know, probably a big thing that's talked about. When when they increase the debt limit, they're just making sure there's money there for the commitments we already made. So we passed a budget, right? last year or the year before, whatever these budgets are, which come with spending. Mm -hmm. But we reach a point where we don't have any money because we haven't increased the debt limit. Like most countries don't have a debt limit. Like whatever their country passes, like they just keep going. They don't have a limit. So we have a limit. Uh, And so it has to be increased. But like, if they increase the debt limit, that doesn't mean more spending. That that just means money to cover the spending that Congress has already voted to approve. Which will then lead to more spending, I mean. Sure, but it's a very, it's a, you know, quite an irresponsible way to go about your negotiating yeah. when you're going to play chicken with the economy and with America's sure. like sovereign debt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, Americans clearly via their representatives have approved of this in theory, have approved of this spending just because you as a block inside the house think it's bad. Yeah. You're now going to use this leverage. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it, it's yeah, it's I mean, I guess it's all is fair in love of war and politics or whatever, but like it's <clears> very, <throat> I mean, it's very, very dangerous and stuff. And, and, and again, like, don't forget. None of this was talked about during Trump's four years and all of those deficit spending years that continued to go up. Remember, we looked right. at all these numbers and they continued to go up mm-hmm. with him. Yep. And that's why this is so crazy because a lot of voters in the Republican side, like they, they, they love this type of like chaos and shit. They actually like, like this stuff. 
like going after oh. the Democrats. We, we got to do this because of the spending when they didn't talk about the spending a, a, a year ago. You know what I'm saying? But now mm-hmm. it's like the sky is falling. We have to do this. Well, Who, you know, yeah, let's go ahead and take you, us to the brink of, of economic crisis. You were saying the debt ceiling has to be increased, right? Like we're at the limit. Like we have a ceiling and we're going to hit the ceiling this year. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> they, they have to they have to do this, right? They will. What, what, do they, what do they do? They either stop spending, which they can't stop spending because the Democrats keep spending, or or they have to raise the debt the ceiling, Democrats right? and Republicans keep spending, but go ahead. Well, okay. Do they? We just talked about the Trump administration in those four years where they. No, no, okay. I mean, I'm, I mean, the, the, I mean the the. I guess the Dems have the majority and are passing all this shit right now, so the Dems are spending. But overall, I'm talking about like now, currently. Okay. Just, the, the argument is today, like the okay. Dems have to stop spending. Okay. Or the Republicans have to raise the debt ceiling. Like those are the two options, right? There's no third. Well, e- even if they. Well, it's not. They want to use it as leverage for less spending in the future. Yes. This spending is already going to occur, and so the debt limit has to go up to handle the spending that's already right. like been approved is kind of what I'm saying. I'm saying why. I guess They're using it as leverage to force Democrats into severe cuts to balance the budget. But, well, I guess they wanna, it seems like they're taking advantage of, of a shitty hand that they're being dealt of having to raise the debt ce- like they have to raise the debt ceiling so they're saying stop spending or bad shit's gonna happen because we're raising the debt ceiling like i i, I guess i i see less I, I don't really see how this is them being dicks because they have to raise it i mean wait, is, wait, it, is it just to. over oh i thought you said the debt ceiling has to get raised well it has to to avoid like a severe economic crisis yes so what's their option? as i understand it yes and then what's their option like if they don't if they don't uh increase the debt limit then the government has to start making choices between like what they want to pay like do they want to send out social security checks or do they want to pay people in the military or so that's obviously not going to happen well it could happen that's what they're threatening Oh, they're threatening to not raise the debt ceiling. Yes. Oh, that's okay. I got backwards on it. Okay, they're threatening I'm sorry. to not. No, no, no. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That makes sense. I'm dumb. Everyone out there, I'm dumb. <laughs> so they, the the typical thing that everyone's expecting them to do is to raise the debt ceiling so that the government doesn't have to make a choice. But what they're threatening to do is to not to force the government to do what you said, pick and choose what you're going to pay for. That sounds bad. I understand it. Yeah, they're like, I have a gun to your head. Hey, y'all, y'all start cutting some shit. Yeah. Or wool fucked up the country. Yeah. Like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and again, like it's already money that's been approved by Congress. Sure. Currently, that Congress was a majority in both houses was, was Democrats and the president was Democrat with the most recent spending. Yes. Right. So, yeah. Although some Republicans in <clears throat> each side voted in favor or right. at least in the in the uh, Senate they had mm-hmm. to. So it's not just, but but it's spending that the American people have, in theory, like you know, approved of. Their representatives have spent right. this money, and now we have to increase the debt limit to cover it. And, and so, so you've opened a can of worms here in like, my mind because I know, leading up until now, it's been Republicans and Democrats, 
pushing towards this inevitable, we're going to have to raise the debt ceiling. But like to, they do this regularly. Yeah. And, and they wanted to do this in the lame duck for this reason. Like it was a thing that they didn't get to, but what? Like they, raise the debt ceiling? They wanted to go ahead and raise the debt ceiling I was gonna to, ask, to, get, why, to get us past the why presidential election. They? I was going to ask why the fuck they didn't. How do you, to me, it seems totally irresponsible. And, and again, I have to talk about the one that just passed something because they're the ones that passed the spending bill that's beyond our debt ceiling. So that seems irresponsible to approve. Any, any, you have to have a budget. Like you, you have to have a budget. But they you could have had a less no, budget. It, it, we still would have rolled past this debt ceiling. It maybe would have been a month or two later or something. But like, there's still going to be before election in 2024. We're going to hit that that mark. Yeah. In the future. So you're saying like if they passed it at a trillion, we still would have hit the debt ceiling or if we passed like there, there's well, some dollar amount where you wouldn't have. Sure. But that would have been like a, you would have had to have made crazy cuts. Like you would have had to make the, yeah. the federal government okay. bear. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like then they should have fucking increased the debt ceiling when they did it. Like the problem just, was it's hard politically to get the freaking, they, it was hard to even get the budget done because yeah. McCarthy's over there saying, we want to wait till we're in power, blah, blah, blah. Remember they kind of had to get it passed. I'm just they, saying they kind of got kinda, it by him. And so I mean, like it's, it's just, even harder it's just with it. Ir- to me, it would be irresponsible to approve a budget that you know is going to blow past your debt ceiling and not increase the debt ceiling, even if that's a difficult thing to do. So what would have happened is they would have not approved the budget. It would have gone over to the Republicans to approve the budget. They would have come up with a budget and increased the debt ceiling because they would have had to, I guess. So now now the, the Democrats have set up a situation. <laughs> they <laughs> oh have. They've set up a situation where the Republicans have the ability to not raise the debt ceiling, to play fuck around. They don't have unilateral power to do whatever they want. They have to get votes. They, they could have just let... They could have just let it lapse because if the Republicans were voting on the budget right now, they would have also raised the debt ceiling and there would have wouldn't have been this opportunity. After everything that we just looked at with Republicans not even being able to agree to their own speaker, you think that they would have been able to like do all this stuff. I mean, I yeah. think if that were true that they would have like done that. Like they didn't <clears throat> like it, it, it. I mean, I'm not saying there's maybe no fault of, of any yeah. Democrat. I'm, I'm saying like they also the democrats they want republicans to vote with them to increase the debt limit they won't they don't want to do it by themselves yeah no i understand and they yeah. and they the republicans wanted to try to make them do it by themselves so they can go out in a campaign and say they are increasing the debt limit blah, yeah, blah. yeah it's all you know a political game that that takes place okay but so I mean, if you're of the opinion that uh, they're that they're fine to play chicken with the debt limit, then that's your opinion. That's fine. I you know don't. I but, think I think if if I mean Democrats are treating Republicans like they're children, and they're kind of looking like children right now. But like, don't give a child so much. It's like there's a parent, and then you blame the kid for being a kid. You know, like like be a parent. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> don't allow the kid to be in the situation where they can play fuck around with the debt ceiling. So when the Republicans don't let you have your social security, it's really the Democrats fault (laughs) (laughs) for creating this situation. I understand, but I still think it's fucked. I think they should have just, if they weren't ready to approve the full thing in its form, it would make, it would make sense to like have a debt limit increase when you sign a a budget or or whatever that would push over the debt limit. You don't want to, 
like I'm sure the Democrats would like to actually have no debt limit at all. That's what most countries have, but the Republicans won't do that. Like you don't have to have a debt limit at all. Of course they don't want a debt limit because they like spending money. You don't Again, want to. You continue to say they like spending money when every time the Republicans have the power in Congress, they do the same thing. We've already covered this. No, it's different. Okay, it's just picking and choosing politically All when right. you want to make this spending a problem and so forth, and using it as a political football, kind of like the border. Like you know what I mean? Like, uh, All right, not I'm to a, bring up I, the border. I'm going to plug episode 19 where I agreed with Peyton. So you can go listen to me having a different opinion than I have today. Today's bullshit, <laughs> apparently. All right, so we were through the the dead shit. I derailed you enough. No, that's okay. I um, want I want to bring up that Trump was nominated as Speaker of the House. Oh, did somebody throw his name Gate, in there? Gates did. Oh, he did. Yeah, I forget what round. It was one of the later rounds. I saw Donald Trump had a had a nomination, <laughs> and uh, it just brought up. We talked about it briefly. Is that uh, you don't have to be a member of the house or even of Congress at all Mm -hmm. to be the speaker of the house. So I just thought it would be really funny to think about Pelosi and Trump who like just hate each other. Right. Pelosi vacates and Trump replaces her as speaker. That would just be the worst end to her career. I think in the house. Yeah. And then there was that picture that Trump posted on Truth Social or whatever yeah. that platform's called, where he was behind, he was, it was like the State of the Union, and he, <laughs> and he was behind he was in the behind. speaker's chair. He was, <laughs> oh my god! It was Biden, He's Kamala, just, and him up there with a funny face. Yeah, the trolling never stops. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be a fun ride, guys. Uh, I, I think I'm done for the day, Mike. Oh yeah, I'm calling it, calling yeah, it. Are you good? I'm, I'm great. Yeah, I feel phenomenal. So, you look uh, like shit though. Yeah, yeah, a little <laughs> sick. So I'm going to take some medicine and get out of here. But um. Uh, Appreciate y'all for stopping by, though, and uh, hopefully this helps you be a little more informed on the speaker situation, and we'll keep y'all up to date on everything that's happening beginning next week. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. See y'all.